Uh, hey everyone, uh, thanks for joining us on our next episode of WP Talks. I'm Tom Ryan, I'm the director of our WP Wealth Group uh, here at Whitley Penn and uh, really what we do at WP Wealth is uh, work with our clients and supporting them on their accomplishing financial goals which you know encompasses a lot of things most importantly today uh, is dealing with the volatility of the stock market so we're going to spend a little bit of time today talking about our clients and uh, and how they are maybe reacting to this volatility uh, Tom has uh, graciously uh, allowed me to go come along for the ride this is Bill Weston I'm a, I'm a manager here at WP wealth and joined the team about three years ago. Um, so well, we have a, a, a few canned questions, but I think we'll let uh, uh, the dialogue take it from there. Yeah, I think, you know, the first thing is, you know, how, how uh, should investors react to the current uncertainty in the economy and the capital markets? You know, the, the coronavirus uh, is causing a lot of um, concern with investors. And obviously at WP Wealth, uh, that's who we deal with it are, are folks that are invested in capital markets and so when we get this kind of disruption and volatility obviously it creates a lot of anxiety bill i'm sure you've had clients that have called you or reached out to you in the last couple of weeks with concerns uh, maybe just share a little bit about what what some of those comments or or topics are focused on right now yeah i think um, a lot of them are in disbelief um, really that uh, something like a healthcare pandemic is creating this chaos. Um, but getting back to the core of, of how we work with clients, we're very plan-centric. And so from our, the initial stages of onboarding and working mm -hmm. with clients, um, it, it's more of a reminder that letting them know that uh, even in facing situations like this, um, we're prepared for it. Um, and reminding them that we don't just own the stock market. There's a lot more that goes into this than just the volatility and the wild ride they're seeing on the news each and every day. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, a lot of the calls I'm getting or emails uh, center around what should we do? You know, something, you know, in their minds, something has changed all of a sudden that, you know, it's a different world and different environment. And even though that we've worked with them for years and have plans and, and you know, strategies in place that all of a sudden maybe something different should be done. I think that's really interesting because we spent a lot of time, you know, in the, in doing due diligence and working with our clients and building plans that uh, the plan has a time frame of whatever the, the financial goals are. And it's interesting how once you get a little bit of fear and emotion involved that all that planning and those time horizons all of a sudden kind of go out the window and, and everything is much more relevant on a, on a today basis. You know, I don't. I don't know what you do, but a lot of a lot of the communication that I've had recent recently with uh, clients again is going back to, you know, what is the plan? What is the time frame uh, for whatever the particular goals were that we were establishing with them? You know, it's interesting if you know if, if we had a client that had a, a financial goal, maybe you know, college funding, and they were a couple years out from their child going to college. You know, the risk portfolio and profile would resemble that time frame. It would be very conservative, probably very little equity exposure. So to, to hear concerns about what do we do now, you know, the answer back to them is, well, we've anticipated this. You know, this is consistent with what uh, the time frame for the goal was, and we're, we're not carrying a lot of risk exposure. 
And I think, you know, conversations like that kind of put the clients at ease and, and um, you know, alleviate some of the concerns. I, you know, you probably have had similar experiences uh, in the last few weeks as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also um, starting with that plan focus and reminding them of why we positioned ourselves this way. Um, but I think something that's been top of mind for a lot of investors um, has been related to the decline in interest rates, um, but also the correlation of asset classes that uh, seems to have taken capital markets, uh, taken a hold of capital markets over the past few years. And what I mean by that is we've seen uh, fixed income assets that have uh, traditionally been your safer positions uh, move in tandem with equities. And I think that's put the question in a lot of investors' mind is, is this diversification that we're providing within the portfolio is that still going to work for me? Um, and so part of some of the conversations that I've been having is showing uh, these investors that, yes, um, this positioning has worked for you. It has provided that element of security and diversification that you were looking for and is gonna help insulate your portfolios uh, through this volatile period. You know, I think it's, it's interesting. Clients, uh, investors, uh, you know, historically would, would want, you know, a nice smooth and steady growth of, of equity values year in and year out. And, and the reality is that's not how, it's not how capital markets work. As, as you and I know that to get any type of expected return greater than what you could get from a no risk or, or zero risk investment, some level of volatility is absolutely required. Otherwise there would be no risk premium in investments. And unfortunately, you know, what risk really means is it means volatility. And certainly we're experiencing that now more than ever. Uh, so it, it, you know, it's, it's our job to continue to remind clients that to get any type of premium uh, return on their investments, then volatility is absolutely a requirement. And, you know, sometimes they lose sight of that. And sometimes volatility is a lot more um, to, uh, to bear than what is ideal, but it's absolutely necessary for them to do that. You know, the compounding factor, and I think you touched on it a bit, is that, you know, we're in an environment where uh, uh, returns on all asset classes are moving in the same direction, which traditionally doesn't happen. A certain asset class tend to move in opposite directions. So, you know, whether it's been a matter of all the liquidity that central banks around the world have been have been forcing into the marketplace or whether the United States, both bond and equity markets have been uh, deemed to be the safest place relative to anywhere else in the world and attracting a larger uh, proportionate share of capital flows. You know, the bottom line is that everything has been moving in tandem. So it, it adds a little bit of extra concern. You know, in most recent days, we've seen added to the coronavirus um, you know, also this, the, the oil shock where we've got, uh, you know, foreign players in Saudi Arabia and Russia that are, are uh, kind of uh, flexing their muscle and trying to influence um, certain outcomes. And so on top of an already concerning um, coronavirus effect on economic conditions, we have the shock to, to oil and gas. And so it's compounding things. And I think that maybe leads into the next uh, topic, which is, you know, who should a client, what type of an advisor should a client work with and what is the difference? You know, we typically 
label those in broad categories as fiduciary, non-fiduciary type of advisors. You know, we at WP Wealth work as fiduciaries. And I thought maybe, Bill, just share a little bit your perspective on what is the difference between the two advisors and why one would be better for a client than another? Yeah, so um, here at WP Wealth, uh, we're a registered investment advisor. And so that means we are a fiduciary. We have a fiduciary obligation to work um, in the client's best interest. Um, and uh, you know how that differs from uh, a number of other money managers and financial advisors out there is they aren't held to that same uh, fiduciary standard. Um, and uh, another, uh, I guess, uh, dimension to that is working as an RIA, that opens up the entire investment world uh, for us to uh, look at, consider, um, implement uh, for our different clients um, and, and really allows us to act in that true fiduciary capacity. And looking at those that, that don't have that arrangement, it's not necessarily um, the individual um, that is put into question. There's a number of financial advisors out there that may not even be bound by that uh, fiduciary standard um, that are still trustworthy and would be worth considering in managing your assets. Um, it's more the, the greater um, broker-dealer um, that ha may have a different agenda and may force the hand of some of those advisors, um, whether it be uh, suggesting a particular product that may be proprietary um, or um, just giving direction that wouldn't necessarily be consistent with uh, the individual's goals. Yeah, and I think you know, I, I think that's very true. You know, the way I the way I differentiate the two uh, types of advisors and advice really kind of focuses on a fiduciary is really somebody that's going to sit on the same side of the table with the client. So ultimately, they win and are successful uh, when the client wins. Sometimes the definition of winning as it relates to our world of wealth management is not necessarily in the rate of return that you might get on your investments, but it, it, it more, more times than not, it's accomplishing a financial goal. If, if you're not a fiduciary, if you're working with somebody that is not necessarily under the, the, the guide, guidelines of fiduciary standards, more times than not, those relationships tend to just focus on investments. And uh, if that's the case, what we know about capital markets is it's very difficult to, to, to forecast in the future, you know, what's gonna happen to a particular investment or return. And so if my relationship is solely focused on market performance and we run into a volatile time like now, I might get stuck uh, in, in, in providing um, advice that isn't central focused on goal att attainment for the client. And I think, you know, being a fiduciary, uh, spending the time and the due diligence to try to understand what exactly our clients are looking to achieve allows us to build comprehensive plans that clearly align you know, the risk that a client should and, and are willing to take. And so that when extreme times like this present themselves, you know, it enables the client to stay in their seat and not react to it. That may not necessarily be true of a relationship that's, that's uh, formed and, and bound in a different uh, re uh, uh, philosophy than a fiduciary um, relationship. So, so I think, you know, 
both knowing, as you mentioned, knowing that uh, the person making recommendations are doing it for the client's best interest, and then also kind of reiterate what I said is, you know, having a foundation that's based on planning, I think, especially in, in extreme times like now, really keeps the client in the seat and it enables them to, to stay for the, the, long, the long haul to accomplish their ultimate goals. So I think that's a really clear uh, or important distinction that those that aren't familiar with that terminology would look to as they evaluate and search out uh, potential uh, wealth advisors. You know, and so I, I guess the next the next question, and maybe uh, which is the pertinent pertinent question today, is given the volatile nature of the market, you know, what are the opportunities if if a client is you know has a long enough runway before their goal, or has some liquidity, or has some you know uh, ability to take risk? What opportunities uh, uh, pre uh, present themselves in volatile environments like this? Um. Yeah, there, there's uh, maybe not necessarily the opportunities that we like to see, um, but there is still something that can help add to the bottom line uh, at the end of the day. Um, you know, there may be some tax loss harvesting opportunities. Uh, there may be uh, an opportunity um, for a, a more general rebalance um, and to get the portfolio back in line. Um, there may be a greater um, household rebalancing and asset location opportunity uh, that will be available um, to the client. So um, even though volatility um, can create a lot of stress, it, it does open the door uh, for some, some different uh, planning opportunities uh, for the individual. Yeah, I think, I think you're right on on that. And I think the other thing, you know, having the advantage of of uh, being in wealth management for for a handful of years, like I have, and you know, WP Wealth started uh, offering wealth management services to our clients uh, about 2000, uh, the year 2000. I've seen several, you know, pretty extreme times in the market, and what I know for sure is that in 100% of the opportunities where we've seen extreme volatility on the downside, at some point in the future, the markets reach new highs. And so, you know, we have that confidence in capital markets to be able to communicate to our clients that if, you know, they're fortunate enough because they've got enough number of years before their, their goal is a reality or they have some extra liquidity or they come into to money through a bonus or through other sources uh, and you have discounted buying opportunities like uh, the current environment's presenting us you know, the probability of recognizing uh, a significant rate of return into the future is much higher today than when you're exposing new capital at all time highs. And so it's our job as advisors and as fiduciaries to our clients to is to kind of clear the noise and kind of get away from the headlines that are disruptive a lot of times and really focus on core core principles in order in order to guide our clients to what we hope to be, you know, successful long-term outcomes. Um, and so I think, you know, I think this was a, this was a, a topic that we felt like um, needed to be addressed now. This is our first uh, WP Wealth uh, episode on WP Talks. We look forward to bringing you other ideas in regards to planning and, and working with fiduciaries and some of the other things that we do here in supporting the clients of the firm. Uh, we hope that some of the things we talked about will maybe ease some of the apprehension that you as investors are feeling today. 
we may not be out of the woods yet. Uh, typically, you know, uh, volatile periods don't don't come and go in a week. Uh, but we hope that we've given you some things to think about and uh, look look for us on future episodes of WP Talks. And thanks for uh, listening today. And if you aren't already, uh, make sure you you start following us uh, on LinkedIn at WP Wealth, where we'll we'll continue to post updates in between our podcasts uh, on all the topics that we've discussed today. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. Oh.